When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wearing a men's warehouse outfit makes you confident, like you could do anything. So you dance like no one is watching, even though everyone is watching. Because of the men's warehouse outfit, you interview like the job is already yours because it is. Because of the men's warehouse outfit, you golf as if the rules don't apply to you because you're too well-dressed for rules. Because of the men's warehouse outfit. At Men's Warehouse, get measured, get fitted, get hot, get confident in everything from tailored suits to underwear and all the stuff in between. Love the way you look at Men's Warehouse. Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Oliver Scott with me this morning. How are you, Oliver? Hello, Alan. I'm all right. How are you? Nice to see Oliver here. Nice to be it's here. An occasional appearance. Yeah. Uh, on the Tuesday Club, and uh, and with Oliver is Damien Harris, the midfield general. Hey, hello. Who can be heard applauding Oliver? Yes. And Oliver then not reciprocated <laughs> at all. A little bit late there. <laughs> He's calling a cab. <laughs> He's already calling a cow. Oliver clapped his hands rather as he did as a child when he wanted more juice from the butler. <laughs> um, we're keeping our spirits up. Uh, we're in <laughs> in the face of oh god. Um, we're in uh, Silent Chris's living room today. Silent Chris has got a new kitchen. It's white and it's very nice. It's got tiles on the floor. For his children to crack their heads open on. <laughs> and we're in amongst his record collection. And on top of the record collection is a. Could you pass me that record, please, Oliver? Yeah. That's really kind. Uh, would you mind reading what that says on there? Tyo meets Acid Rockers Uptown. But, uh, could great. you read it a bit posher? <laughs> could you do it a bit posher? <laughs> Tyo meets Acid Rockers Uptown. Where is Uptown in Tyo's world? Uh, what would that it's mean? It's Bow, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> Does that mean in the West well, End? Leytonstone. <laughs> I'm not sure. And who are the acid rockers? Um, there's a friend of his. I, <laughs> is he called Matt? Matt. I yeah. think Matt. he's called Matt. Yeah. Matt's bugging. Matt's bugging. Yeah, and what's the track? Is it, is it Rhythm? This is, uh, <laughs> this is uh, Rocker's Delight. Okay. Is the A-side. Yeah. And Rocker's Rhythm. Rhythm, yeah. Um, which has it? a mysterious apostrophe what? hanging on the end of it, as if... And this is a, a, a released in 2005 in the heyday of yes. Tyre's career. We released a couple of his records as well. Did you? On yeah. the old Skint label? Yeah, did they, they did. Did they sell? What was the... They sold. Sold? <laughs> did you? Didn't have sold. any copies left? <laughs> None. <laughs> either, either of them. <laughs> <laughs> no. In, in They were very good. Uh, if you want to buy that record of Tyre's, you can't. Chris has yeah. the only copy in existence. <laughs> Apart from Matt. It's not got on the shelf, though. I notice it is in a box that appears really <laughs> dangerously <laughs> close to the front door. <laughs> and the fire. <laughs> so we're in a different room. Uh, we're delaying talking about the football because I just can't bear it. Should we talk about City? And that was... I, don't really, I can't. Because how can I talk about City when I've got last night in my... We were recording the morning after yeah. the great Dortmund fiasco. And uh, I, I, did you watch Sky? 
None of us went to Dortmund, did we? No, None no. of us are back early from Dortmund. Did you watch Sky? Last I, I, I did. I couldn't watch the did analysis. You watch, did you watch? You didn't watch the analysis. I couldn't. It's one of the be- it was the best analysis I've seen of Arsenal, perhaps in my life. I mean, they tore us to shreds, right? But they were bang on the money with absolutely everything they said. Was this the Sunes thing? Sunes, Merson, and Didi Harman Ooh. took us. <laughs> To pieces. I know on match of the day, they only get, you know, they might do a game and then they've got 25 seconds. You know, yeah. you might, if we've got a long segment, it might be 1 minute 40. And that's why their punditry is so feeble, really. Because <laughs> yeah. by the time they've got a few ums and ahs out, it's nearly over. And yeah. Gary Lineker is wrapping them up. On Sky, they had a good 15 minutes. <laughs> pounding. <laughs> Absolute pounding. And it was so good, I started taking notes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've lost them. Oh, I've lost them on my notes app. Paul Merson said, and this is the highlight for me of the, of the analysis, that Arsenal are a gillion miles away. <laughs> <laughs> and he repeated it twice. A gillion miles away. A gi- not a jillion. I, I thought at first you might say a jillion. <laughs> someone called jillion miles. Yeah. A jillion miles away. <laughs> not a gazillion. No. A gillion miles a gillion. away. From uh, competing for the big trophies, or the right. Right. by which he means the Champions League and the Premiership. Um, Graham Sooner said that Urzel was. Oh, we've had a song about Urzel. Uh, it goes. How's <laughs> uh, it going? Urzel. Flintstones. Flintstones. Uh, Mez, yeah. Mez Urzel. He's a superstar from Germany. We got him from Madrid when they went and bought a chimpanzee. <laughs> Do you think it's quite nice? Yeah, it? it feels a bit um, funny. And we've had that from like... someone called Fabrice who says he can't take credit for it. I thought I'd get it out before we actually started talking about Urzel as a footballer. Yeah. <laughs> or as Graham Sooners described last night, a passenger. <laughs> uh, he said that Arsenal... Wilshire has one gear for going forwards, another one for going backwards. They show quite a painful graphic of Immobile running the length of the field, carrying the ball, and getting further and further away from Wilshire, who was chasing him. <laughs> Despite the fact that he was dribbling the ball and being chased by Lauren Koscielny at the same time. He still was outpacing Jack, who'd obviously completely given up the ghost. Ramsey's goals didn't turn up at all. He didn't against City either. Um, Arteta, really, is there any point anymore in pretending that this is talk about papering over the cracks or yeah. a band-aid on a fractured leg or something? Really, it is ridiculous now. This bloke cannot turn, got no pace, can't keep up, can't tackle, can't head it, playing, covering our back four. And every time there's a gap up here, an Arteta-sized gap... Mertesacker and Koscielny sort of implode in the most awful way and suddenly <laughs> Mertesacker goes from being a world class athlete and a hundred caps from Germany into a sort of baby giraffe <laughs> <laughs> being swarmed over but yeah. the thing that Merson said that I liked the most was he said I've never seen anyone shout at a player it must be lovely playing for them do you think anyone goes in the dressing room and says to Ozil oi what's going on he said when we played Adams would go and this was his word mental <laughs> and he said it again mental <laughs> And Soonis next to him was just laughing. Yeah. <laughs> just laughing. Soonis was appalled. I mean, he was appalled by it. Said, There's no midfield. Well, you've got to work harder than the opposition. Now, Dortmund ran collectively a kilometre further than Arsenal did. This is the big measurement they've introduced in recent yeah. seasons. They just ran further. They're not better wasn't players. It more, wasn't it like 11 kilometres? I think it was like drastically. Was it drastically? Yeah. Well, was it, maybe it was a kilometre more per man. Oh, yeah, maybe, the whole maybe, team. Maybe yeah, the whole team, it. it was 11 kilometres. But... <laughs> no. <laughs> but 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 well compare us to the bite we had in midfield 
The what? In in against against City. That was one of the things that really impressed me for all the times that we were on top in that game. We were tenacious. We were biting into the tackles. Mm. You know, that's what upsets me so much about last night. And what makes me wonder, was it just an off night? I, I don't think it... You know, we we played well against City. And we dominated them for large amounts of the game in midfield. Jack was going into tackles. We scared them. For some reason, we got blitzed again by Dortmund. They just swarmed all over us. And within 10 minutes, we forgot how to pass to each other. Within four minutes. We didn't get out of our half... I mean, I was watching it thinking, are we going to go out of our half yet, have we? And I looked at the clock and it said three minutes, 55, and we got out of our half. I mean, it was really frightening. Yeah. And yeah, we did play better against City. City are famously lethargic. They win games despite themselves. Mm. And I can't really understand that. Mm. And even though Yaya wasn't there, they, I mean, he really does set the pace. Really yeah. Like he's just going to the shops and he's got <laughs> loads of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they are sort of lethargic and they don't charge about. But Dortmund, honestly, it was like they were that thing that was it Zidane who said about Antonio Reyes when he played against them for Seville. He said it was like he was on a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> they were all on motorbikes. Yeah. yeah, no, they were, and we were on those little wheelie scooters, maybe <laughs> with a dodgy wheel. I wish I'd thought of something better than that, but. Um, <laughs> But I mean, it's just weird because we, you know, I don't know whether this. It's just like an unrealistic feeling. But you know, one of the best teams in the world. Like we're woefully out of form. You know, like our Giroud, who, who, you know, I mean, it's easy to forget about him now. But you know, made such a difference in so many games last year. He's not around. Ramsey's playing awful. Ozil's playing awful. you know, we're down to like three defenders. Through, I'm sure we'll talk about that later. So, you know, you can't. I don't think you can expect to go to Dortmund and like turn them over. You know, it's just madness to think that. No, but we we we've done it. We've kept up with them before, and I think us. I I, I still think the City game came a month too early. I think. In my positive post <laughs> Saturday, come on, Jay. In in that sort We're of positive, on you. yeah. Um, I was thinking, you know, look, at, we were frightening a few times in that. I thought Özil played all right. He didn't play amazing. I thought Ramsey was okay, but but Jack stepped up. Sanchez stepped up. Welbeck looked promising. Yeah. And I thought, right, another month, and we'll be lethal going forward. <laughs> but, but we never went but, forward, you know. That, you know, I just I just gonna bore myself here by saying the thing that everybody else has been saying for months, years actually, is that yeah, yeah, it's all very well. He's spent now what seventy, eighty million on Urzel and Sanchez. He's chucked well back mm-hmm. in as well. He's taken it up to ninety odd million pounds up front, and he's spent bugger all really at the back, has he? He's replaced Sanya. Which he's had to do, yeah. And that's not thinking, by the way, that if we'd had Sanya instead of Bellerine, it would make any yeah. difference whatsoever. Because no. we had massive defeats, or, or Jenkinson, who played mm. in the eight-two at Old Trafford. Yeah. We've had massive defeats. Whoever's been at the back, because there's the way they set up to mm. cover each other and to play away from home. They're just not compact. Mm. Sometimes you see teams. They're just tight and compact, and there's no way through them. And like you Man get, City. You know, everyone's in the right place, everyone's organised. You don't get both fullbacks going at the same time. I mean, that mm. used to be virtually illegal under George <laughs> Graham to have one fullback in, in 
more than one fullback in the opposition half. You know, if yeah. one's gone up there, the other one doesn't go. I know it doesn't apply under no. Arsene Wenger, but it seems but this crazy is, this to is, empty your back four ten minutes. Well, in. Cra- crazy is exactly what it is because you know there's that the, you know the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting something different to happen. Uh oh, <laughs> shit! I knew you'd raise the tone. <laughs> Definition of man, this is doing the same yeah. thing over and over again and expecting something different to happen. Lord. Can we, can we talk about Keith's fest <laughs> even or something like that? <laughs> even I'm sorry, that for ra- sorry for raising the tone. No, I like that. I've heard that before, but I've never yeah. actually heard it in, a pro- in the right context. Yeah, so, well, I don't know. I mean... So what's the madness? Well, I the that, way they approach the actual playing of the fixture or the way they approach recruiting the personnel? Well, I mean... When the, it, or both. Well, when it comes to, to recruiting and retaining the players, um, particularly in the defence, I mean, it's just, it's just mad. I mean, I don't know how much you gentlemen know about corporate governance, but there's a thing called the Cadbury Report, which is basically a thing that says this is how boards and businesses run themselves. And it's all things like have a separate remuneration committee, have an audit committee. But one of the things that they, they stress is the most important thing for businesses is to have a separate chairman and chief exec. Mm. And the problem we have is that we don't seem to have a separate chairman and chief exec. The idea being that if the chairman's saying we need to do this and it's mental, the chief exec says no. If the if the situation's reversed, then um, there's checks and balances. Right. But who can it be? You know, there's nobody obviously saying to Arsene, you know, you can't go at, to places like Dortmund and play your fullbacks like that high up the pitch without getting slaughtered. You know, mm. don't you think we need to buy a defender? Yeah. You know, if the Marlins gone, Sanya's gone, and instead of buying a seat, you know, and we suppose we don't know what could have happened or what should have happened, but buying like a 19 year old right back from Southampton. It's kind but of then goes down with tonsillitis as if, he, <laughs> as if he caught it at school. <laughs> he had the mumps. I'm going to get next measles. Yeah. yeah, he had a bad reaction to his BCG. Yeah, but you know, it, it just. It, <laughs> but it is just you know, I, I, surely, surely it's, it's he can understand with his economics degree that if you keep doing the same thing and you keep losing away from home against really good teams with your with your fullbacks playing up like that, you yeah. can stop it. Is it David Dean? Would he have done that? Uh, what you mean, being the, the chairman to his chief executive? Yeah, just by a, sen- a defensive midfielder, for God's I mean, sake. Well, he would have said to him, Arsene, can you come round to my house this evening? <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about the 6-0 defeat at Chelsea, <laughs> yeah. which is one of the worst days of my life, because I actually support this football team <laughs> in a way that's inside me, inside my unconscious. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, but surely, you know... I read this other thing, you might like this, Oliver, since you read the time. I, I read this book by, um, <laughs> by Malcolm Gladwell, I can't remember what it's called now, Outliers. Yes. In which he talks quite a lot about air crashes, and one of the problems that uh, they ha- they some airlines have is that culturally they're not able to stand up to the air traffic controllers in New York who are really rude. Americans. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. I, this rude. is a kind of like the digested read. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> but it, it has a serious point in that. Also, and I think it was a Korean airline where uh, culturally um, they are reluctant to question the captain. Yeah, you know, there's a cultural reluctance to question the captain. It's seen as rude, and the whole and they the two the co-pilot and the engineer. I think we're thinking we're going to when we're running out of petrol, we're all going to die, <laughs> and they all died rather than rather be, than be say rude. Something. 
mm. you know. And a similar incident happened in New York yeah. where the, the plane went down because they didn't like to. They couldn't really bring themselves to tell <laughs> oh, the New yeah. York the air traffic controller. They run out of fuel. Say, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I think we're actually really, 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 really running rather low on petrol. I say, um, what? <laughs> Sorry to be a pain. They all crashed and died. Now, <laughs> what's odd about this is that arson is, is less like and an brusque New Yorker. You, you, can, you can imagine, but it somehow seems to have that same issue. Yeah. I mean, perhaps you're right, and perhaps there's something, something in that. When he says it will be fine, I think we've got enough. Mm. And every supporter and season ticket holder in the ground is going, I don't think we've got enough, do you? Mm. But it's not really defenders, even to me. I thought Arteta could have played right back. I don't think being right back, the, the Bellerin didn't do anything. He was nervous as all hell. Yeah, yeah. And every time he got the ball, he got surrounded by big Germans. No one likes that. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, some. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, time's right. It's a time and place. Well, I've had a few, it's you know. Place for everything, and it's the Reaper Barn. Yeah. Well, it looked like that's where we spent the night before, yeah. unfortunately, didn't it? The pitch looked massive, didn't it? Well, the, the pitch, pitch, as soon as kept saying it, they had no midfield. They had no midfield. What is Ramsey's position suddenly? Where's he, where are they meant to be? They didn't seem to know. There was no compactness in that three. You've got Arteta, Wilshire and Ramsey. You felt like they were pushing quite far up, like inside forwards. Mm. Ozil and Sanchez quite wide. So really, it's almost like an old-fashioned formation from the 30s with five forwards mm. playing at a W. It yeah. was really odd. Why are they so high up the pitch? Is anyone going to tuck in and play just sort of around the centre circle with Arteta and, and break up the flow of these attacks? Is anyone going to sit in there? Where was Ram? I didn't even notice Ram. Well, the, this is... You see, I find it hard to sort of judge because for some reason, do you, did you ever used to read sort of Tiger and Roy of the Rovers? Oh yeah, I'd rather talk about that. <laughs> and they would, yeah, they would go to a sort of tricky European Johnny, tie. Johnny Cougar, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, and someone had Hot Shot Hamish, oh, Skid Solo, <laughs> Skid Solo, <laughs> Sparrow Smith. I think it's fair to say yeah. I've got, I've got more. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Red Indian one? If anyone's got, any, that was Johnny Cougar. Oh, was it? oh yes, of course, yeah. yeah. He, he had the big pants. He, he always used to say. He big pants. <laughs> and there was a Boston, there was a Boston crab every week. Yeah, always a Boston do you think, crab. Do you think we're alienating the younger listeners? <laughs> uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, um, no, but sometimes they would. So they would go I abroad. Like Peppa Pig as well. <laughs> as does Callum Chambers when he's recovering with his chicken soup and CBeebies. <laughs> Callum, <laughs> turn off in the night, girl. <laughs> Gives you nightmares. <laughs> Mr. Vanga called. <laughs> Are you reading under the covers again? <laughs> um, but they would go away to games, and especially sort of crafty, you know, Europeans. Roy Race. And, and the, yeah, and there would be, be some sort of mind ray that they would subject them to. You know, they'd turn up some machine and suddenly they couldn't play and they couldn't pass. I don't remember that episode. It was no, they, they, it would happen quite a lot. They would go abroad for a tricky European tie and there was some conniving because basically Europeans did that sort of thing. Oh, in, yeah. They in Tiger Woods. Keep so, making the not a noise outside the hotel. Yeah. And they, <laughs> or they would have some sort of machine that scrambled their brains, that sort of thing. I think that's what happened to our passing. Well, what about us when, uh, in 2003 when we were in, in St David's Hotel in Cardiff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> knowing that Southampton team were in the hotel. And, and, the, and the hotel is a huge atrium that goes the whole height of the building. And we were standing in the foyer going, BT! <laughs> <laughs> Wake up! 
we were very, very drunk. I don't, I, you know, you went up the night before. We came mm. up. We came yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we just talk about the, the Ginsters? You, yeah. you, there's so much you on the North Circular with some Ginsters. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, let's talk about that. So, 2003. <laughs> two, 2000. I hired a van and a driver. It was in Cardiff <laughs> to drive us all down. And I got this bloke who's going to do it, right? And then Damien says, I've been invited to a Radio 1 party the night before yeah. in, in Cardiff. Yeah, and, and I uh, had media duties. You had media, well. yeah, and, uh, and I got an invite to go in the BBC Star Bar, <laughs> which was in a box <laughs> at at the stadium. Yeah, the Star Bar. Yeah, oh, it was so very wandered st- in. They said, "Wear your colours." Wandered in uh, wearing an Arsenal baseball cap. Right. Now Alan Hansen told me to take it off because it's rude to wear a hat indoors. Alan Hansen, who bought his own cans of lager in a carrier bag. <laughs> he had a carrier bag. So with, there was with some tins in. <laughs> So the star bar has champagne and smoked salmon. All the all him and Lawrenson, honestly, you look like someone who just run over their cat miserable. Well, I do. I and they do. had a can of Watney's Red Barrel, and then they showed on the TV Ryan Giggs putting the ball over the bar with an open goal at Old Trafford because we won at Old Trafford in that cup. Ryan run. Giggs, Ryan and we all went Giggs, like that, and Hansen said he's got championship medal. And oh. opened another oh. tinny. The middle of the but anyway, never mind all that name drop, name dropping, celebrity hoo ha. Yeah. Point was, Though, before we end that, I, I remember getting a tell. I think you said Tayo. Damien sent a text from the party going CC on the dance floor. CC on the dance floor. Charlotte Church. Charlotte Church. Charlotte Church. CC on the mic. Yeah, we like we like we like Charlotte on the dance floor. I, I won't repeat the comment in the text message. Yeah. And um, anyway. So we're there doing all this carry on, right? We, on the other hand, were not. And the, well, fa- the, the, the meanwhile, in the morning, this van picks up Keith in Walthamstow. And me, I got the tube out there. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I got the tube and out there. And the driver is pre sat nav, right? <laughs> pre sat nav. The driver then had to get down to Tyre's place in the, in the hellish. <laughs> it's in the sad, somewhere in South London. Wandsworth area, isn't it? Down there. Down there. Yeah, the awful somewhere. place. <laughs> South he had to get to there, and then he's got to get to the M4, and he could, the bloke just he got lost. He got lost. And Keith's in the van. And he's going up and down. Now, Keith, by the way, because this where Ty lives is very near the Jongleurs Comedy Club in Battersea, Keith's done that drive a hundred yeah. times, right, from Walthamstow to Battersea. Doesn't tell the bloke doesn't tell the bloke where to go. Doesn't give him any assistance finding his way. Just got across her and just sat at the back. And then just had a go at me, virtually for the whole day, and all the way back, well, you booked that driver, and it he didn't was, know the way. I said, why didn't you tell him the way? Who knows the way from Walthamstow to Battersea? Better than No you. one from Walthamstow has ever been to Battersea. So why didn't you just tell him? Well, he's the driver. Yeah, he's the, he doesn't know where he was. He was lost. He goes, we went up to Oxford Street three times. Yeah, did, why didn't you, after the second time, why didn't you <laughs> say something to him? You booked him. Well, I go, wow. So I was like that. With him. <laughs> we, are, we are very low on petrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got it's the not, Korean. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. Korean co-pilot. It's that, it's that authority. It's that authority. <laughs> Sorry for my Korean. You know what? Though? It was. Um, <laughs> How did it go? Marvel. Oh, Marvel. <laughs> it was the, it was I will the, have your family killed. The problem was we established actually that it wasn't it wasn't the driver. It was the driver's dad. So the driver couldn't had been double booked or something. So it was his right. dad. It was, was his dad. It. Yeah, but Keith had Keith had packed a packed lunch with. Uh, with like, some gigs. with uh, <laughs> gangsters and and um, <laughs> did like, you stop at bagels? Yeah, we stopped. At, well, I think he offered all this to Tayo. Who just looked at him in a very dismissive way and was like, "Pull over, Burger King." 
Tyre can be quite dismissive, re- uh, oh, listeners, yeah. in, of a morning oh, if he's not really yeah. woken up. Yeah, yeah. No, Tyre's the rudest man it's, in the world. Tyre can <laughs> come across as a bit dismissive and yeah. look at yeah, look yeah. look down at the ginsters. But um, but we did get we did get there in time while you were pretty we good. We were drinking champagne with um, Mark Hughes. Oh, and um, <laughs> uh, what's her face from Natalie from EastEnders? Oh, because they were all at the party. I've got too. some such good pictures from that. There's one of Alan between Sarah Cox and um, Michelle Collins. Michelle Collins, both wearing these quite tight white ass. T-shirts with Arsenal printed across their chest. <laughs> yeah, and Alan's heads in between. Not. It's one of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they were. All, they... And Michelle Collins' dad was there, and I said something like, "She's nice, nice your daughter, isn't she?" And he just rolled his eyes. Right. <laughs> As if to say, don't bother, mate. Um, <laughs> but it's not interested. Um, yeah, I've got a picture of me with Natalie from EastEnders. We got on very well, actually. Me and Nat. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I gave Michelle Collins a cigarette at the party afterwards. Oh, there you go. Well, this is pitiful. Um, <laughs> okay, I have got a theory. I've got another crackpot theory. What are we going to do? We are the same team. Despite the, no, no, I'm returning to the football. <laughs> we'll, get your we'll come to your theory in a second. What I want to say to you is we are the same team despite, despite not losing any of our star players for a couple of seasons. We've turned that tide around. Despite not fearing someone coming in and taking Aaron Ramsey when he was on sensational form last season or coming and pinching our best players that seems to have stopped mm-hmm. we're able to recruit proper superstars mm-hmm. you know yeah. even if they are discards from Real Madrid and Barcelona <laughs> we can go and get these people but we are the same team that let a four goal lead go at Newcastle we're the same team that lost 8-2 at Old Trafford we're the same team that lost 6-0 at Chelsea. it was a miracle that it wasn't 6-0 in Dortmund last night mm. it was a miriracle yeah, and our £16 million centre forward God love him is missing the goal mm. it, it's hard for him because he's straight in the side and immediately he's got to deliver and if that's not happened before that didn't happen mm. to Nicholas Anelka that didn't happen to Thierry Henry mm. you know and Anelka yeah. and Henry both missed a lot at the start and until you get that first one in the corner of the net Mm. And so yeah. you're a little bit more relaxed the second time, and a little bit more relaxed when that one's gone in, and then you're just relaxed in front of goal. He's not. He's tight. He's anxious in front of goal, and he missed four chances. Mm. And you think, oh, he doesn't need to be straight in the side with all the pressure on him straight away. Manchester City and Dortmund, first yeah. two games. Yeah. Not, yeah. And Pete was saying, oh, well, told you he couldn't finish. Oh, he can finish. You saw him finishing in Switzerland when he was relaxed. Yeah. But Yes, but this... Uh, is, it, the bit that frustrates me is that malaise that seems to go around the whole team when two or three players weren't... We just couldn't No one's pass. livid about it, are they? No, and going back I mean, to that Vieira thing... Vieira just would not have it. I mean, Vieira... I remember, when, I remember Steven Gerrard in the 2001 Cup final. He was a young kid, he was 20 or whatever, running down the field, there's a breakaway, they're coming... And Vieira took about six strides and just clattered through him, came out with the ball. I was out of my seat at a tackle. That's, <laughs> That's how Vieira dealt with situations. Yeah. Where is someone with real mm. pace and power... And the ability to cover ground quickly and dispossess people. Mm. They just do not have that in the squad. And we haven't had it for years. Someone who can get over there and snuff it out, like Gilberto Silva used to do. Six Mm. foot three, fast. Mm. It's brilliant temperament. Absolutely the right team ethic. Never lost it. Never in confrontations. Never. Gilberto Silva was kind of the perfect defensive midfielder. We went a year and a half unbeaten with him there. Where is that player? And why isn't he finding that player? Well, it's Carvalho. I I watched the YouTube clip of him, and <laughs> he was re- he was just what we needed. Someone who can just c- 
cover the ground, get over there, yeah. and not only, and but also be in charge. So, yeah. so people get there, get here, don't go upfield. Do you, do you think? You know? Do you think that you know? There's this, there's this idea, and I guess it goes back to what we were just talking about with the the way they play. That Wenger's sort of more about play your own game, don't worry about the opposition. You know, so we play the same way against Dortmund as we yes, would against. I do think that's like, right. You know, what they we do, they approach every game the same way. Get the ball, play your football, relax. Yeah, relax. But maybe but that doesn't. There's wind a lot of machine. It's like going over the top last night. Don't the worry, ma- our artillery has taken out their. <laughs> <gun>. <laughs> but maybe, maybe you sure, sir. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, Bloody maybe, lot of Jerry's yeah, out there. Lots of it, but maybe maybe it doesn't engender that kind of you know like team support morale because it's more about well, everyone relax. You know, it's not. I don't imagine that there's that kind of right guys are up and at them. You know, I, to go mm, back to. I tell you what, I remember. And this, is long, this is 1998. We played Wolves at Villa Park in the cup semi final, and they came. It was a big deal. And, uh, and the semi-final, we didn't get to many semi-finals prior to that. We had a couple. We had a couple of years where we played Tottenham at Wembley. Oh, yeah. But I hadn't been to a semi-final since about 15 years previously. We lost to Man United at Villa Park, and the place was really rocking Villa Park. And that's why it's so much better to have semis at those neutral grounds because yeah. suddenly you see these places rammed. Nowadays, I suppose it's not unusual to see a ground full because they are for a lot of Premiership games. The Wolves fans would ram their end. They had, they had gold and black balloons everywhere. It was really noisy, and the teams came out. And Wenger was just strolling. The Arsenal team were just strolling. And they, did, and I thought they don't look up for this. They just don't look. I was used to people being pumped. You mm. know, when it was a big game, when it was Spurs away, I was used to Adams, fists clenched, sleeves rolled up, snarling at everyone. Come on, we've got to be up mm. for this. And that wasn't the approach. Mm. The approach was very composed, very relaxed. As it was, we won the game quite mm. comfortably, even though the scoreline was tight. Mm. I thought oh, this is interesting. This is just a different way mm. of approaching it. Is as if he thinks there's no point going around the dressing room script doing a Terry Butcher and just bellowing in people's yeah. faces. Yeah. But at, at the moment, I sort of agree with Paul Merson and Graham Smith that somebody has to shake this. Bit. After the game, Arteta was interviewed and he said, well, we had three or four chances, they had three or four chances. And then when we went back to the studio, they were openly laughing. Mm. What, was that, what the captain thinks that they were sort of in the game? Is that how they're going to present it now? It's almost yeah. like a PR man at work. Yeah. No, yeah. we have been battered. They could have won 15-0. Mm. Um, there wasn't there an incident with Dennis and didn't Tony Adams turn around to Dennis at some point and go, what you know come on you need to win things who's there to say that to Ozil no one who's there there to just go well exactly that when when Rio Ferdinand turned up at Old Trafford supposedly uh, I went to Carrington for a training session and Roy Keane bashed a pass at him so hard he couldn't control it and he said Cantona would have pulled that down (laughs) (laughs) and walked away (laughs) that was how he greeted a 29 minute and clearly a player who was a huge talent and was went on to become a serious player for them but that was the standard yeah Yeah. you know you're here now and it's tough here and now you know it's not suggesting everyone has to be like Roy Keane you know so the rest of the team hates him (laughs) come on wake up we are going to get blitzed we play Chelsea away in two weeks we Mm. cannot do this again we have to tighten right up and people have to be really focused this is my one I'm not going to say positive but I always try and find something, is that something, a game like this, we were so poor, we were so bad. There's no, we, there's no way. And maybe we need that kick up the arse once every now and again that goes, look, because we can play those games. We've, we have responded well to bad games. 
I know there were times, but... but... D, do you not think... I mean, oh, back. I know we were unbeaten... We, before the game, if you tried to put a positive spin, you could say we put, we're unbeaten in seven from the Charity Shield, four Premiership games, two games against Bishop Tass, three wins, four draws, mm. a couple of quite tricky away games. But holy smoke, we were woeful at Goodison in the first half. You know, and Sanchez got withdrawn. We were pretty poor against Palace and mm. came from behind. Another terrible goal from a corner. I was saying some the other day, what's going on with corners? And he says, yeah. we haven't been good at defending corners since 2003 when Keown headed <laughs> his own net at Bolton. <laughs> Keown used to head balls away. That was his job, right? Because yeah. he was a quick across the ground, aggressive, and he could read the flight of the ball perhaps better than anyone else. And his sole responsibility mm. was to run across the air and head it away. I don't care if it's zonal marking or man-to-man marking. It doesn't really matter to me what it is. There are more of you in the area than there are of them. Yeah. So whoever's in there, they ought to not be getting a free header like Di Michelis got or like Hangal- mm. oh, what's his name? Hangaland got Hangaland, Hangaland. Yeah. The big lad at Palace. Well, I mean, maybe they're missing Giroud to a certain extent because he's actually quite good at getting in there for. The uh, it's it's a mm, it's a deeper thing. I I do have another crackpot theory. Go on. About last night. Referees uh, get up. <laughs> referees. Well, the f- first of all, you the white to, shorts. Are you to his costume. Well, the, yes, his uniform. <laughs> Can only be described as a costume. <laughs> well, when the white shorts. I come a, as a referee. <laughs> the white shorts were a bit unforgiving on uh, sort of five <laughs> middle-aged, sort of quite chunky men. <laughs> Uh, they didn't. They looked a bit. Ooh. Have you thrown all your white shorts away? <laughs> yes, <laughs> straight in the skip. Um, but the, the, their, his, the kit was dark blue. The top was yeah. dark blue. And same, it, same as that beautiful shirt. Uh, but it must have been quite odd. So this is this is my only theory of why our radar was so out. That's why Ramsey passed to him. Well, yeah, that, that you sort of stand up and go, right? Who's oh. That dark, big dark shape that looks a bit like a planet. There you go. The only time, the only place that there's space is in your half, really. If you want to get settled down <coughs> at the beginning of the game, keep your shape, pass it around amongst yourselves. Usually, you can do that in your own half. Quite often mm. in football matches, you'll see teams keeping yeah. possession in their own half while they get a, the, ten, the tempo of the thing. Dortmund weren't having that. No. Dortmund will come and get it off you in your own half, and, yeah. and, and Jurgen Klopp it afterwards. And you've got to be brave to do that. You have to go. You have to go, leave your position, and go and try and get the ball. And you have to know that your mate's behind you, and he's there next. And and he's and he was full of. I mean, talk about. It wouldn't you wouldn't mind him being the next manager? I mean, I mm. just think he's fantastic, the bloke, you know. Mm. And but they they really went for that. So there's no space, no time whatsoever. But we have to know that before the game. I mean, we must know that before no, the exactly. game. They are going to be all over you. Mm. They are going to be all over you. So Sanchez, I need you upfield. We are going to be hitting a few over the top. We are going to hit some long. We're just going to have to. Yeah. We cannot play our way out of the box in the first 20 minutes because they're going to get us and they're going to score. Okay, We want to do, we want to play like that, but at times we are going to go long. We're just going to have to go long because they're going to come and press high. And if they're going to come and press high, Welbeck's good in the air. I mean, mm. I like the fact he can yeah, win yeah. it in the air. I would rather, last night I've just seen a 4-4-2 with Welbeck and Sanchez up front mm. and everyone else just compact. Just for the first half an hour, so that we didn't get overrun. Well, he'll change to that sometimes, won't he? We've he... we've done it in the past. We did it against Barcelona. We <clears throat> kind of did it against Bayern Munich as well. That we'll sit and play that very odd game for us. He said himself it's... years ago, Wenger, that four four two is the best way to cover the pitch with your players. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably done a mathematical equation <laughs> where he works out the square footage each player has to cover, mm. and that's that sets out the best way to contain it. Mm. I mean, I cannot work out since we went to the three in midfield, which I always thought was to, to, to accommodate Fabregas. 
Oh, God, I've mentioned that. Oh. <laughs> the klaxon goes off. <laughs> I honestly feel like I could cry. I feel like I could go out of the room now and sit in the toilet and sob yeah. at the thought of it. But anyway, so we changed a bit it. Funny. <laughs> and also, we changed it. I think when Vieira went a bit off of the boil, yeah. he, he, he put three in midfield. When lots of teams started doing that, it's never suited us. I've never liked it. I've never felt happy about it. I like mm. us at 4 4 2. I don't know why. I just doesn't seem to sit with us. Mm. We cannot defend. We have not, apart from the two games against Besiktas, we were a bit lucky. Mm. Where's the clean sheet this season? You know, there isn't one. We were so lucky against City as well. Yeah, they they could have lost that 4-2. So lucky to get a draw. Yeah, but we could have won it. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm clinging on to some sort of positivity. If you spend 90 million quid, and you're going to basically you've got the same thing as you had the year before. Yeah. Isn't that this is alarming to me? Anyway, let's talk about Sesk. Okay. Isn't it lovely to see him back in the Premier Doing League? Doing so well. And just <laughs> bossing it. I mean uh, <laughs> Did you see fifteen goals they've got in four games and he's made twenty of them. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the analysis someone analysed his first half performance? Uh I think it against, was on Monday night night Swansea. football. Yeah. And they were saying how poor he was because he was meant to be as a defensive midfielder. And apparently, Sesco, he played quite badly. His he was playing in a two, and but yeah, uh, but he kept going too far up. And Swansea were having a whale of a time in the middle of their um, right of the midfield. Right, and then what? So what Mourinho did is brought on for, no Ramirez Ramirez. And allowed Sesk to <laughs> go upfield and tear, tear the swans apart. Yeah. Sesk will take. But I don't know what Sesk would have done about the Dortmund situation because there's no one behind it who can gallop around and dispossess. There's no one bellowing and organising. Mm. When, when Immobile set off down the field, well, it's weird calling him Immobile. <laughs> can we just call him Immobile? Immobile. When Immobile <laughs> set off down the field, <laughs> no, that seems he weird, picked up it? the ball in his own eye. The ball came towards him, and Mertzsacker wasn't on him. He wasn't tight to him for a start, a bit annoying. But then he had gone very, very deep. So he probably, I'm not going all the way down there. Let's see what happens if he gets it. Oh, he's got it. Oh, here he comes. At that point, Sooner said, You've got to foul him now. Mm. You've got to. He said, make a challenge, try and win the ball, but in a way he said, you're not going to. Yeah, just know, take you're, one. You're a giraffe and he's not. Mm. But you've got to take him out. You mm. can't let him get past you upfield. Didn't, this didn't get near him. It's excruciating. So, Aston Villa, they're, they're second in the league uh, mm-hmm. with three yes. wins and a draw. We play them away at the weekend. Mm. Is this a kick up the arse or are we now going to be chastened? Well, they've kept three clean sheets in their last... Like this in, in a row. No, they won one Sender Philippe. Philippe. I'm pleased for Philippe. <laughs> I always like Philippe. Would you like to have seen the old bat four? The old the legendary Arsenal bat four, <laughs> the famous old bat four of Ibue Tour and Sendros and Flamini <laughs> that went ten games without conceding a goal. Yeah, still a Champions League record, yeah. I believe, isn't yeah. it? They had Gilberto Silva sitting in front of it. Oh. Yeah. Had <laughs> <laughs> mm. to see them reunited. I, uh, what time's kickoff? <laughs> I don't know. Is it a three o'clocker? Or are we on the telly? Is it on the telly? Chris. The one? Uncle Chris. Sorry, sorry, Chris is all over it. No, oh. no. Just, at least I've got a kitten. <laughs> Have you got a kitten? That's Dennis. You got a kitten called Dennis. Do you know what we got him? We, he was always called. Is, is he afraid of flying? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a three o'clock kickoff, so we will have to go to Villa Park if you want to see that. And I don't want anyone oh, watching yeah. it on anyone illegal feeds or any dodgy pubs in Stone Newington. <laughs> I need to go to Villa Park and support the Arsenal. I definitely the away allocation sold out. Yeah, I would have gone, but obviously. But what, what do you? So what do you think? I'm going to say props to the fans who went to uh, Dortmund, but I don't know what props means. Uh, well, they, they were. Um, it's all. I might. It's going in and out in my headphones. Yeah, it's, it's as if I'm being. Slowly gassed and I'm losing consciousness. <laughs> no, that was our. <laughs> well, that's a bit harsh about our performance last night, but I can see where you're coming from. Uh, we've had an email. We have been receiving emails. Um, we don't, I don't read them, but Simon Chris has read them because he's much more organised than me. Uh, Joe Doherty has got into trouble at school for constantly saying she was nice when they were talking about <laughs> the bearded ladies in Macbeth. <laughs> He got he got told off, which is I'm sure is <laughs> probably what happened to um, Callum Chambers when he got tonsillite. Yeah, he used to take your tonsils out. Yeah, they took mine out. They thought they didn't do anything, but in fact, your tonsils become inflamed as a warning from your immune system that you're unwell. You have got some virus on board. They're very they're essential. Right, Callum, do not remove your tonsils. Can I ask you why we didn't sign Vincent Company when he was available for seven oh, million he's quid? He's a monster, and he, he went there. He went to City before the money, really, didn't he? He was there oh. in place. Mm. Are we going to play was the uh, superb at the weekend? Oh, it was incredible, yeah. And well, well, bet ran hard, and yeah. and I like Sanchez because at the end of the game he just collapses. He's so exhausted, <laughs> yeah, from running hard. But he, God, he reads the game well, doesn't he? Company, he's yeah, he was very good. Um, Urzel, are you worried about Urzel? No. Do you think it's a classes permanent form is temporary situation, yeah. or do you think this bloke's thinking, "I wish I'd never come"? No, I th- well, there were stories that he was unhappy, or some un- uh, relationship. We sat next to her. He's been chucked. Well, I don't know. There was a picture of him in the summer with um, a mega rave in. Um, <laughs> Uh, in uh, Las Vegas, is that a disco? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Is that a very crowd? Really disco? made me cringe, actually. But um, I think, I think he will. He will come good. I have to believe he will come good, and he just needs a goal, a slightly even better when, game. Even when he was playing well and, and scoring goals, he still played the same way he plays now. You know, extraordinarily. But, but he didn't play on the left wing, though, did he? No, but I mean, he in terms of his body language, if that's what we're trying to we're trying to sort of read something into. You know, do you remember he, he scored that goal last season? Where it's literally like someone like walking down the road, kicking a ball back to a kid. You know? Oh, the one in the um, Champions League game. Yeah, yeah. You know, so oh, the Napoli one. I don't. Yeah. He's not. He's not playing very different. Uh, uh, no, uh, he's not. And the thing is, he did it in the World Cup as well. I remember all, all the Germany games. I watched him like like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> you could just get that picture of me sitting yeah. on my sofa, hawk like, hawk, yeah. with a leather leather uh, bag on my head, stoned hawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you ask the table for this? We run out of biscuits. <laughs> uh, no, we. Um, he's so economical with his passing. He he rarely, rarely gave the ball away, but he never, he never made the spectacular pass. 
but it was always... Is he the pre-assistus death? He the is the pre-assistus. The, the the no, he, he is brilliant. And we did get completely overrun last night, but I don't like seeing him trapped on the touchline, really. He's obviously mm. not trusted at 10. I don't know how we're going to play. I don't, Arsenal's gone with a kind of a holder and a pair in front, and that pair is Wilshire and Ramsey at the moment. You can't leave Wilshire out after his performance against Man City. Mm. Ramsey, I think, has been so brilliant, and he scored last yeah, season. scored in the first two games and thought he's still here. Can't leave mm-hmm. Ramsey out. But oh my god, he's terrible the last two matches. So maybe yeah. someone can we put Urzel in the middle? Last night I thought if Theo comes back, he's gonna come in the team at the expense of Urzel. He's gonna come straight mm. in on the right hand side. Mm. Yeah. And, and Sanchez and Walcott and Welbeck. Yeah. I I would I thought the Ox one stray pass aside, I thought he looked very good. Well, it's very noticeable the injection of energy and drive that he gave the team the moment he came on. Yeah. It was clear that everyone else had was long since given up. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. They were early subs as well, weren't they? And well, relatively for us, but yeah, I mean, he, and and he was quite cold in the uh, interview afterwards, Arson, mm. and they said, you know, someone said, "What about?" Us? And he said, "There were no injuries." Right, they, they did not come off for injuries. They were both tactical. They took because, off the two worst players. Yeah, I mean, it was really was. It was well, this is a disaster. He's the worst. He's the next mm. worst. And then he took Arteta off. He was the third worst. Mm. He took off the people with three players who played worst. And really. You'd think those three players might find themselves on the bench at Villa Park. I, I mean, you, that's uh, what you, if you're sitting on the bench, thinking, "Well, surely I'm going to play at the weekend after that shamp." Well, so, yeah, Santi and Santi, yeah, Santi, Santi and Chamberlain and Flamini. We think you'd think we'd come straight into the team. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Ramsey. You, I, it's difficult because even when he was playing appallingly at the start of the season, he was scoring goals. But you know, I mean, he, he had that last chance against Man City, didn't he? Which he oh, yeah. would have buried last, last They'll season. be back because they're quality. But well, I don't of think course he's fit, they I are. Think Ramsey's got a fantastic attitude as well. And he's yeah. got, he's, he's he committed be, and he'll be back. But I, don't, yeah. I, I can't. I think he needs a rest. He, is, he was woeful. He came back from the international break, had a twisted ankle on a plastic yeah. pitch or something. Was he going to be fit? It was touch and go for City. Yeah. And you could see the frustration because it's a bit of a return to his... His way with shooting yeah, and passing, yeah. and yeah. you can see, well, oh, what's happened to me? What's happened to me? Either you let someone play through that form, or you just give them a break at the weekend. Yeah, you've got to play other people. I mean, you really, that's two tough games. Villa away is tough. You've got to yeah. freshen the side up and put other I'd, people. I'd put Campbell in, you know, because uh, he, yeah, he hasn't had a chance yet. Mm, no. And you know, that could be the sort of game that would be good for him. Joel Campbell and Thomas Rosicki. Aren't they going to play this season? We're going to well, see them against yeah. Southampton. And, uh, Has Thomas played at all yet? By the way, we've got a spare ticket for Southampton. Do you, if you know anyone who wants to come. Okay. Keith's in Portugal. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> why is he in Portugal? <laughs> yeah, why is Keith in Portugal? It's a very off-colour <laughs> joke. I, I think it... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well... Oh, I said because it's a fan. I can't, <laughs> I can't say. No, he knows, he knows it, where it, the supermarkets it, are. It, 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 we'll be all over the mail again. I was going to say... But no, he, he loves he loves going on holiday. I said you have more holidays than David Cameron. I've got quite a touchy text back. <laughs> oh, pardon me for working hard. <laughs> oh. you know, I decided to read it in a camp voice. Yeah, he's going back. He's going back to the same place. He knows where the supermarket is. Well, now now Waltham, <laughs> now Walthamstow's been on. Oh yeah, location, on location, 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 location. location. Yeah. Yeah. No. So he's, he's now he's a funny story. story. <laughs> <In the pub. laughs> You're meant, you're meant to raise. Can't say that one either, can we? You're meant to raise the standards, Oliver. <laughs> the story he told us in the play is unbelievable. 
Can we can we have the I, I, Tuesday I, Club Light? I have the, I have the <laughs> can we I have, have an X rated one. I have the honour of being the, the curator of Keith's Twitter feed. Keith's Twitter feed, underscore underscore El Presidente underscore. And he he started he said he said I'm going to tell you something I've never told anybody else before. So I had I had my phone out poised and then halfway through I was just like no. <laughs> What is it? I was like, nah, no way. No way at all. Linda won't listen to this. No, 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 no. Uh, were you not there? Had you gone home? I, I must have done. Yeah, you'd remember. Oh, well, yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you I like a key I'll tell you what, we might get it on the podcast, but I'm Keith will have to be here. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it'll be a betrayal. It would but be at the same time, what he did was virtually criminal. <laughs> It was literally criminal. It was literally criminal, not virtually. It happened in the real world. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> and it was a criminal act. Perpetrated. <laughs> on a loved one. <laughs> His partner of 20 years. <laughs> I feel a bit, bit queasy. Yeah, so did she. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's just say he was hoping for some R&R and we ended up in casualty for eight hours. <laughs> but I cannot, I cannot give you any more details than that. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking about the rest shorts now just oh. to try and ease my... Oh, God. I got no text from Keith last night, by the way. I probably was watching that fiasco in a bar in Faro and he will be... <laughs> Yeah, having a fight, yeah. He will be <laughs> furious. When Who do we play after Southampton? Oh, it's Tottenham, isn't it? Tottenham. Oh, my gosh. We have Villa away, Southampton in the League Cup, and then Tottenham at home. Mm-hmm. They have got to get their crap together. And we will. They have got to, because we need three wins in a week to recover from that shambles. And we will. Get that shit back on the road. Uh, in the meantime, applications for CEO of Arsenal Football <laughs> to be directed to the Chairman Wenger. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>